So this is This Week in Marvel. We're here with Christopher Daniels, talking and having fun. Say hi, Chris. Having a good time. Just jibber-jabbering like nitwits and nincompoops. <laughs> yep. That's right. We got we got Christopher Daniels, as we said, from Impact Wrestling. We are talking about Slammiversary, which we've been talking to people about all week, and uh, which is coming up when this airs. It's going to be coming up in a few days. In reality, it's like a month from now. For us. Here behind That's right. The at this point, we're not really sure what match I'm in yet. Like, I'm still in the hunt, of course, with my male boo, the Secretary of Offense, Frankie Kazarian, my, my tag team partner. We're still in the hunt for the tag titles, but it hasn't been decided yet at this point who is wrestling the champions at Slammiversary. So we're still in the hunt. Keep your fingers crossed for me, guys, please. Well, they, they emailed us and told us the match. So, we have that. I don't know if they told you yet. Things are wizards. How do they know? Land ahead of time? Damn those sorcerers. Because <laughs> this podcast is going to air five days beforehand when the match will already have been announced. But I don't know if they told you that you're you're getting a shot at the titles yet. <laughs> I knew it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you won the belts? Like 800? Uh, eight. Eight different times with four different wrestlers. Really? But the belts two times, yes. But the best two times have been with Frankie, obviously. Is he right there? Do you have to say that because he's standing over you? No, 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 man. I love the truth of the matter is the the time that we've tagged together, too, this is the longest I've been in a tag team in TNA. Like, I was with Triple X for a while. They broke us up. I was with AJ for a while. They broke us up. I actually won the belts with James Storm. We held the belts for two weeks. Yes, I remember that. That was way back in the early days. All the way back. When I had that X-shaped goatee and I was a nitwit. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. But... I had some questionable hair choices in my career. You've known this. Yeah, I know. We've been talking about it. You uh, you <laughs> sent me that picture of you with the, the glorious mullet the other day. Oh, Lord. What? It was biblical. It was yeah, biblical, sure. wasn't it? It was like Samson-esque. Yeah. I made, I made a comment on, uh, well, because Chris was congratulating... Batista on Game to Play Drax, right. Guardians of the Galaxy, sure. then mentioned how he's in the running for Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, of course. And I said how I think Eric Young might have a lead because he's got more hair. <laughs> so Chris sent me this picture of him with like a, like, as he described The worst it, hair ever. A, the a, worst hair ever. Dynasty-esque mullet and oh. beard and full wear. Was that, was that when you were in Puerto Rico? Yeah, that was 1995. Yeah. Ooh, ha. <laughs> and that was I literally had the worst hair in wrestling. I don't know how I, I don't know how I did it. I don't know what I was thinking. And that was, this is I never, I never used conditioner. I had no idea <laughs> what I was doing with that. It was just all over the place. I would get it wet to wrestle, but the rest of the time it was just like a like a like a wildfire on my head, just <laughs> all over the place. And then you went to short hair with uh, frosted tips. Oh yeah, frosted tips. Yeah, top blonde. It was like it was like a it was like a mullet, but with color, like blonde on top, dark on the back. Yeah. So business business somewhere and, and party on the other side or something. I don't know. Exactly. You've had no idea. Holy cow! So when did so when did your hair all fall out? Ooh, well, uh, it, it, there's not there's not so much a time as much as it's a period of time, like over the course of uh, eight years. But I finally got rid of it all, like in two thousand and. One? I contend that if you hadn't been using that Puerto Rican conditioner, you would still have a full, lustrous head of hair today. It's possible. I, I'm a cautionary tale for those of you that want to save the $4 and not buy Pantene. Um, maybe you should. Yeah, but you look great without hair, so you're one of the oh, lucky Lord. ones. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm one of the lucky guys. There's a couple people that have shaved their head that have immediately regretted it and right. grown it back because they don't have the head for it. So my head is Xavier-esque. Yeah, and speaking of which, of course, you know, a lot of we'll talk to a lot of uh, a lot of wrestlers and a lot of other folks on the road, and they'll talk about, yeah, yeah, I really love comics. I'm trying to keep up with it, but you know, I travel so much, I'll fall behind. You're the one guy who I know is you stay up to date. Um, I try, man. I try. There's so job. much good stuff now, though. There's so much good stuff. You guys are killing me. Yeah, but you're reading a lot. You read a lot on the road, and you I know you're a little OCD when it comes to needing to collect everything, <laughs> yes. uh, to say the least. Yes, I'm bothering you poor people all no. the time. Hey, guys, hey, guys, hey, guys, give me this. Give me that. Send me some stuff. Ugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm a leech. I, 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 I have to say it out loud. I'm a leech. It's true. No. I can't give you guys enough to pay you back for all the stuff you've given me. I try. Every time I find shirts, I'm like, put them in a bag, send them to, to Ryan and Blake and, and Ben and Arun. Uh, I, I'm running out of shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to come wrestle at your party or something or make like personal appearances at a bar mitzvah for you guys or something. Uh, oh, Ryan's got a bar mitzvah coming up. That's a terrific idea, and I've got oh, some money for it. Frankie and I will perform. Yeah? Well, you did yes. you perform for Arun's wedding. That's right. That's right. We did video. Yep. And, and, and I keep bugging him every week for codes because of it. Yeah. <laughs> at, some point, at some point, Michelle is going to say, stop. Testing my husband. Yeah, and she's the one you need to worry about. Well, you could always hit me up for codes too. I've got them too, so you don't have to feel bad about getting to a room. That's true. We've all got I, uh, codes. So I, I feel bad, but then I feel like I'm I'm uh, bothering all of my life. I'd rather just bother a room and, and burden him rather than bother you people that have actual like real work to do. Yeah, so. we're all friends, so we don't care. It's it's about uh, it's about having the light, sir. The light. Yeah. So what are you reading right now? Uh, what, what are you what are you making the time to keep up with? If you only get a, f- a little limited amount of time to read, what are you what's at the top of your list? Um, all new X Men for sure. Yep. Uh, Superior Spider Man and um, Age of Ultron right now. Um, of course, that's gonna you know that's a short lived thing, but uh, like I'm right in the depths of it and and digging all of that and the tie ins if I can get them. I was about um, to say, did you? I, I don't know if you've read your books for the week yet, but. Did you read the Avengers Assemble that came out this week? Yeah, no, no, no. Actually, I'm waiting on a code uh, to get that from you guys. Like right now, like uh, Arun just emailed me and was like, "Hey, did you still need these? Because I, this was in my spam." And I went, "How do I get out of your spam folder and into your favorite people's folder?" But he hasn't <laughs> answered yet. So I think it's a play. That's his first note. Like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to do these for you anymore. So I may be bothering like. You or Jim Biscardi or somebody for for codes pretty soon. But uh, I read read the one, the 14, I read Avengers Assemble 14 AU with the Black Widow story, and I thought that was outstanding. Yeah, and it's the same creative team on 15 AU, and it's really good as well. I'm looking forward to it, man. I I dig, uh, it's so hard to keep up with so much of it, but so far all the AU tie-ins, like I read... um, uh, the Wolverine and the X Men one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read uh, um, the Superior Spider Man one, and it, it's just insane how much good good stuff is being put out. And all these not secondary tales, but like all of the little pieces of the puzzle that lead to Age of Ultron. It's just insane. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, well, you mentioned Superior Spider Man. I know you've been big on that book since it launched. Was that the type of thing where, you know, a lot of fans were kind of skeptical skeptical going in. They were really digging Slot's Amazing Spider-Man. They were like, how can you do this? 
what were you thinking going into Superior Spider-Man? Were you like, this is going to be great, or were you like, all right, you gotta, you got to win me back after breaking my heart? Neither one. The truth of the matter is, and I say this about this and about all new X-Men and about Avengers Arena, how long can this last? Mm-hmm. That's that is definitely that is literally my point of view. Like, how long can they keep this going? Because you know that they've you. There's no way that they went into this without having an end game in place. I think that's my opinion, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's why I'm the reader and not the writer. But my opinion is, if you come up with a concept like we're going to put Doc Ock in Spider-Man's body, or we're bringing the the original X-Men into the future, like there's got to be a point where you go, okay, and this is how we get back to the norm. You know, and so to me, it's like, how long can they keep this going? And like, I just read uh, Superior Spider-Man Nine and was floored. And now I'm thinking, well, is this the end? Is this a new chapter, or are they going to go back to the 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 status quo? I mean, it's just like just when you think you figured it out, there's a new twist. And and the one book that's completely like that is All New X-Men. Yeah. Like I just read Eleven and. Um, I'm not giving away spoilers, or if I am, too bad, you should have read it by now. But, I mean, <laughs> with Angel going with Cyclops, or the, the young Angel going with Cyclops and his crew, um, it just, like, there's so many there's so many possibilities and possible avenues for them to travel, and it's just, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. Bendis is a genius. Slot is a genius. I'm very jealous of the two of them. Now, you've gotten, but you've gotten shout-outs from Slot on, uh, on Twitter. He's a fan of yours. From Slot, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get written into his book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to follow this into a guest spot. So, <laughs> come on, Slot. Well, you were, I mean, with you and the X-Men, it's interesting because you started, you didn't start reading, obviously, none of us here are old enough to have been around back when the original X-Men were out. You were, uh, huge. Right? You, you were I'm calling you young. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Younger. Yeah, but, you know, you started, you were a huge Claremont, Byrne, Cockrum guy. So Absolutely. this is your first time seeing these X-Men, these original X-Men. What? How are you taken to them? Because, I mean, you know, characters like Beast, like Iceman, like Angel, I don't know how you've felt about them over the years as you kept reading X-Men, but you're really getting to see their original incarnations kind of for the first well, I, time. And the truth of the matter is, even though, like the current stuff when I was a kid was Claremont Burton. I always knew the originals. And then remember back when X Factor first came out, they were reintroduced as the originals. So it's, these aren't like brand new characters, but I'd like to take the idea of them being sort of the fresh, innocent, and not war torn, battle scarred. Uh, you know, they've basically gone through the ringer over the 30 plus years that they've been the X Men. And to see the difference, and it's cool to see that juxtaposition between the way Cyclops is now, which I think is one of the best characters in comics today, mm-hmm. and then the young Cyclops sort of reacting to how he is now and trying to figure out how he's going to deal with that and how he doesn't become that. Like, it's funny, so many people in the last year or two, it's, it's become like a, a, a mantra or a mantra that Cyclops was right. And, I mean, I didn't see it as much in Avengers versus X-Men as I have in, like, the current uh, Uncanny X-Men and the all-new X-Men stuff. Like, I'm seeing that despite the, the, the bad stuff that Cyclops has done, in his mind, he's doing the right thing. And it's never been so uh, blatant that it's – or not blatant, I guess, but, uh, like, he's, he's never been so militant as now. You know what I mean? And that, to me, is such an interesting thing. 
Yeah, man. I mean, Cyclops is probably has his highest profile now that he's ever had. Because um, you've always right. been a Wolverine guy. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, too, because you look at, like, the way Wolverine was, it's almost like they completely switched positions. And, then, you know, Cyclops became militant, and while that was going on, Wolverine became softer and more family-oriented and protective of who he thinks his children are now, which are his students. Hmm. Um, you know, it, it's almost like Cyclops... Well, I, I guess I guess it, it happened over a period of time. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're looking at Avengers versus X-Men, it could seem like all of a sudden Cyclops turned super militant. Meanwhile, Wolverine, because he'd become so high-profile and, uh, you know, became, I guess, such a team player to so many teams, he's become very protective of the people that he sees as his partners slash students slash followers, you know what I mean? But that's, I mean, that's not completely new, because if you look back to, like, even the 80s with Kitty Pride and then later with Jubilee, like, Wolverine's always had kind of that big brother nurturing mentality. Yeah, but it's always been with one or two people. Now it's, yeah. like, with a group of people. Yeah. You know, like, he's been thrust, in, it's almost like he's been thrust into the Charles Xavier role. Yeah, I would and say like, that's And, like, of all the people, he's the least likely that you would think would be that. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't see Cyclops. It's interesting that you said Cyclops and Wolverine kind of swapping roles. Because I definitely right. see. I, I feel like it's more. Wolverine has become Xavier in a way. He's the guy running the school and kind of nurturing all the kids. And Cyclops hasn't so much become Wolverine, that kind of loner uh, wild card. He's more become Magneto. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. That makes sense. And it's funny, too, because now that Cyclops has become Magneto, Magneto has become less Magneto than that. Yeah. It's like he's become secondary. In the the cause that he fought so long to be a part of or to be the head of, right? So, hey, how's your where's where's your Magneto gear by the way? You still wearing that to house shows? I still got it. I still got it. That's gonna make its debut on television at some point. It's really? too good not to. Oh yeah, we'll we'll do it. We'll do it. I think you. Frankie uh, still has his Captain America stuff, and I still got the Magneto stuff. So at some point, we'll find the right time and place. Uh, but. I'll wait on television. That's got to be an upcoming Throwback Thursday. Yeah, or it could be Comic Conflict, one or the other. Well, Comic Conflict is a whole other kettle of fish. That's a completely different animal, I understand. Yeah, but... um, (laughs) For those of you listening, if you feel that the tone has changed, it's only because now the challenges have been laid on the table. It's true. That's all. Can you guys don't, eliminate, don't, don't the, everyone. eliminate the fans who don't understand what the hell you're talking about? <laughs> you, everybody? Yeah. No. Everybody that's outside me. So, <laughs> so a year ago, almost, yeah, almost. Uh, myself and my tag team partner, Arun Singh, uh, the Canadian strongman. Also uh, known as Bag of Muscles. The, ba- <laughs> the Bag of Muscles um, were at San Diego Comic-Con, and we spent a weekend talking with some of the great Impact Wrestling talent, we had to talk with Jeff Hardy and Rob Van Dam and Miss Tessmacher, just all super model guests. Yeah, and the whole professional, week, very professional, very refined. And the whole week, we were wondering where uh, the then World Tag Team Champions of, of the, the world, world. Thank yeah, you. were <laughs> uh, because you guys are you're, you're Comic Con regulars. You're you're a fixture, right. especially at the Marvel booth, and we were really we were really missing you. So you know, we laid down challenges all weekend i don't know where you guys were you're wrestling in like biloxi or something yeah a town that was not san diego was yeah. not comic-con friendly and was very far so you know we basically said we're like you know show show up this weekend and we will we will settle this and then on the final day we're ready to claim victory and out of nowhere 
uh, uh, the two, at the 11th hour, truthfully, the, the 11th hour, literally the 11th hour, uh, the two members of not yet then bad influence stepped into camera and we were ready to go. But unfortunately I had sustained an injury the night before, um, sure. in a cosplay related conflict. So, right, right, right. so we had to put it up. We said, you know what, let's, let's meet back here in a year, San Diego comic-con 2013. And let's, yep. let's, let's have a showdown to throw down. And the comic conflict. And that's where born. yeah, that's where comic conflict came from. And now we're just is, down. have you guys decided on a tag team name yet? Uh we've toyed with some. Uh one we've used is Canam Connection twenty thirteen. Nice, uh, nice. Uh, 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 homage to the uh Martel yep. uh Martel Zank. Yes. Gotcha. I've I've often, I've often been called the Tom Zank of the Marvel offices. I'm so sorry. I would I would be very upset with people who called you that. You yeah. tell them to take that back. Z, Z- Man, come on. <laughs> Man, I hope he's not listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. Wow. Thank you. Tom. Just a joke. It's all in fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh but no, yeah, Ryan's getting ready to manage us yep. as uh, as Uncle Petunia. Yep. That we've settled. Uncle Petunia. <laughs> that we've settled on. And uh we're getting ready. And I hope you guys are getting ready. But the thing is, we are every time you have a tag team title match, we're waiting for you to get those back because we don't we don't we're not interested in pride. We want no. we want titles. <laughs> we're full of pride. Yeah. The four of us are full of pride. So that I, I no. can confirm that. Yeah, that's true. So we want you yeah. to bring those belts. So no one will be rooting harder at Slammiversary in Boston on June second than us for you guys to take back those uh, world tag team titles. Well, if it's not just to set the course of the cosmos back in line, it will be to make Comic Conflict exactly what it should be—a battle between the best two teams for the best titles in the world. So Absolutely. That's my goal. That and to get more codes from you every week. Well, we might have to put codes on the line. Titles versus codes. Oh, Lord. So much. So much at stake. Yeah. A lot at stake. Nerves of steel necessary for all involved. <laughs> Thank God Jim Biscardi's on our team. Whoa. Thank God. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's yeah. already been dead. I don't mean, I mean, know what's going on in the bag, but he's been working with us uh, in tandem for a long time now. That could not be a greater advantage to us. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so you're you're reading Spider-Man, you're reading X-Men. We know you're also reading uh, you're reading Thor, right? I am reading Thor. I'm still reading uh, Thor, Iron Man, uh, Indestructible Hulk. Mm-hmm. I'm literally I'm, I'm trying to keep up with everything right now, man. That was yeah. the thing about Marvel now is that uh, in addition to like being a great starting point, it was a great opportunity to see new new creators on different characters. Sure, you know what I mean. Like reading uh, Rick Remender write Captain America was outstanding. Um, Uncanny X Force has been awesome so far. I mean, there's so much. Uh, like I, I didn't even know who Dennis Hopeless was to be honest until Avengers Arena. Neither and, and, we still don't know who Dennis Hopeless is. We still don't know who Dennis Hopeless is. He's a mystery. He's a mystery. Um, reading X Men Legacy yep. like that has been such a great surprise. Like it took me a couple of issues to get into it, but now that I'm into it, I'm completely sold. So I mean, that was the good thing about now uh, Marvel. Now was that you know. You get a chance to see new characters, new creators. It was almost, you know, like 
uh, it was almost like being at a, a, a square dance. It's like Chase Burgers, everybody, and then all of a sudden, who you, you see who you're dancing with, and it's uh, it, it, there's just so much good stuff, man. You guys are taking time away from my wife and children, uh, but you know those are the those are the breaks. Yeah, we get my wife and kids. Yeah, uh, I I think that's the first time I've heard Marvel now compared to a square dance, and so I'm happy for that. <laughs> really, that's the first time. I'm a I'm a little <laughs> Yeah. No, I've heard that a bunch of times. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No, it's, I mean, I'm it's cool. I'm a hack. Don't listen to him. <laughs> now, listen, Chris, I asked you a question because I, I, there's a cliffhanger that's been looming for a couple weeks or months now. Okay. Now, you've been to the Marvel offices many times. Yes. Uh, you most recently visited a couple months ago, and you brought some guests along with you. Yes, I did. And all I heard all day was how poor, heartbroken Samoa Joe uh, could not use his Marvel Unlimited account because he was having uh, tech issues. That's and, right. Uh, this was was it just because it was before it was available on the iPad? Right. It's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he, he was, was upset for a long time. Yeah. And he he holds a grudge. I know. Like, he's been mad at me for like eleven years. Yeah. So I mean, imagine how long you guys are going to yeah. be in the doghouse. Well, that's what I want to know. We gave him a we gave him a free card when he left here. Has he has he used it yet? Is it working? I think so. I hope so. God, I hope so, just for your sake. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's uh, brutal. Yeah. Like, my ears still ring, and this was just from when I met him. He just shook my hand, and all of a sudden, my ears are ringing. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was not a person he met. You guys met, well, you knew everyone. Everyone knows you. When you come in, it's just like, it's like when Norm comes yeah. to the bar and cheers. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Norm! Yeah, but, you know, he was meeting everyone for the first time, and he literally be like, right. oh, hey, great to meet you. By the way, my Marvel Unlimited doesn't work. You know, <laughs> so he, had every yeah, yeah, he, had, he had an agenda. He's very focused on what he wants, um, you know, sometimes to a fault. Yep. You can argue that if you want. I'm not going to argue with him. Yeah. There's no argument, yeah. You go ahead and have you have that argument. No, not me, pal. Not <laughs> me. All right. No cool lie. So, Ryan, you got anything else you want to uh, ask Mr. Daniel so we have him on the line here? No, I'm just enjoying this. Just enjoying the for my day and having a nice... The tomfoolery that is Christopher Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> this is the, the funnest part of my day. Are you excited about well, the S.H.I.E.L.D. show? Chris, we're, we're, by the time this comes out, we'll have already announced that Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming to ABC. Are you excited for that? Bro, I am thrilled. That's awesome. I've been reading you guys literally since the 80s, like early 80s. This is before and, Ryan uh, and I were born. I, I wouldn't change it. I, I Every time I try and read other stuff or I give other companies a try, like I love comics, but I, I just can't stay with other companies the way I stay with you guys, honestly. And that's a testament to the writers you got, the artists you have, the characters you got. Um, you know, I, I, I'm i stuck, man. You got me until I'm dead, which may happen the next time I wrestle Joe. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's a danger I, I look at every week. Yeah. So. Well, listen, man, we appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Let, let's let's send it out a little talking about your stuff. Obviously, Slammiversary, June 2nd, at the Agana Slammiversary, June 2nd. Um, yeah. Starting May 30th, uh, Impact moves back to 9 p.m. Yes. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Um, we're still on Thursday nights on Spike TV. Yep. And um, we're touring the country now. We're not in the Impact Zone. So every week you see us, we're in front of a new audience. And that uh, that electricity with these new audiences has amped up our game. Like, I, I feel like we've, we've had some of the best shows uh in 
in the history of the company Absolutely. in the last couple of months, and I'm sure it's going to continue up through Slammiversary and up through Bound for Glory. Uh, it's a good time to be in TNA, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm continuing to enjoy the, the tag team with Frankie as that influence. Um, I feel like we're the best tag team, not just in TNA, not just in the business, but in the world. So there you have it. Take that, Avengers. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. I said it. There's only two of us. There's a hundred of them. Uh, I'll take any two anytime. Where, Except where, for Luke Cage. Do you know where Except he is? Except for Luke Cage. I don't want any problem with Luke. Really? So you're, yeah, fine, to, you're fine with Thor, but not Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, with, I'm, I'm okay with Thor. I think I could drink Thor under the table. Oof. Luke, he's not a drinking guy. He's got a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't fool with that. You've got two kids. <laughs> I do, I do, but neither one of them are uh, as tough as, because, I mean, uh, uh, choose your words uh, carefully. His, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, they're, they're the product of two superheroes. Mine is just the product of one of the best wrestlers in the world and uh, a substitute teacher. I was going to so. say, they're the product of one superhero and Christopher Daniels. <laughs> I, oh, my wife appreciates that. I've met your lovely wife, and she is a superhero. Yeah. Yes, she is. For putting up with me, that's her power. <laughs> so, um, final thoughts, Slammiversary. Uh, what can people expect? What should people be excited for? It's in my hometown of Boston. I'm very excited. Um, well, you know what? Ever since we sort of whittled down the amount of pay-per-views that we do in a year, yes. there's more of a, a feel of importance to our, our pay-per-views. And Slammiversary, even before then, was one of our, our big shows. So, I mean, there's a, there's a level of anticipation that's going to be off the charts. Um, Frankie and I, we work best under that type of pressure, knowing that the eyes of the wrestling community are going to be on us. Uh, we're looking to steal the show. We're looking to be the World Tag Team Champions of the World one more time. And we'll do pretty much anything to get there. So, so stay tuned, everybody. Very much. Awesome. All right. So tune in to Impact Wrestling starting May 30th. It's going to be on at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on Spike That's TV right. every Thursday. So Till then we're on at 8, and if you look closely, you might see Marvel t-shirts if I have my way. <laughs> we do appreciate every time you work uh, you work Marvel into the show. You've been awesome about that. Um, yep, yep. So anniversary coming up on June 2nd. Of course, people can find you on Twitter at FAC Daniels. Which stands for Fallen Angel Christopher, I believe. You'd be surprised how many people don't know that. I'm not surprised because really? a lot of people. Uh, ask yeah, me. it's weird. It's like they think it's face, like F A C E Daniels, <laughs> and they're like, "Aren't you a heel?" And I'm like, "Aren't you a human being? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> like, it seems so easy and simple, and yet it's very complicated. Confusing. I thought it was easy. Well, it makes sense to us. All right. Well, Christopher <laughs> Daniels, one of our favorite people. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you. I'm gonna see you in Boston. We'll both see you in I, I hope I see all you guys, man. I, yeah. I've grown very fond of all the Marvel folks that I've had the opportunity to meet. And I'm sure Bill Roseman will come uh, shirtless and pumped up and covered in baby oil, wow. ready to wrestle anybody. That is um, fine. Yeah, please, yeah. please never, never say that again. And then we will, see you, we will certainly see you in San Diego for Comic-Con and Comic-Conflict. Exactly, exactly. I look forward to both matches, Slammiversary and Comic-Conflict. Yes, of equal importance. <laughs> Slammiversary may be slightly below, but you should still watch the show. It's going to be good. All right, they're, they're neck and neck in my eyes, but let's see what happens. <laughs> All right. Awesome. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>